Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Debating Metal. I'm your host, Kenneth Dean, the Dean of Metal, and my co-host is Chris Kay. Today, we're hitting the Seattle scene and taking a look at the career of one of the most unique bands to come out of Seattle as we give you Alice in Chains' greatest hits. While their history is marred with fits and starts and tragedies and triumphs, the band were able to release three full-length albums, three EPs, three live albums, and an iconic MTV Unplugged during their first stint, and have since made a comeback and released three more albums. Today, Kenneth and I will choose 15 songs each from their diverse career. Any songs duplicated automatically make the list. Whichever songs were not, we'll debate to see which ones make the final cut. Then we'll arrange them in concert setless order for the ultimate Allison Chains greatest hits. So I met Allison Chains on July 14th, 1991. They did an in-store signing at the record store I was working at. Um, and they were playing the Clash of Titans show that night. And so I had tickets for the show, but I actually went to their manager who was, you know, standing in the back with me. And I said, hey, uh, is there any way I could meet the band tonight? You know, get backstage passes. And he goes, you want to meet him again? And I'm like, sure, why not? I don't care. Just get to hang out. He goes, okay, I'll get you some. So he ended up getting us uh, what I presume we were originally just supposed to be, like, be backstage for them. I thought it was like a one-time like a meet and greet thing. But it ended up being that we had like all access passes. Like we, oh, went, we awesome. went everywhere we want, anywhere and everywhere we wanted to go, me and a, me and a buddy. Uh, of mine that was with me and it was wild like we walked backstage anywhere we wanted to go behind the entire miami arena we were just walking we met that's when the night i met dave mustaine that's the night that i met carrie king we had um we were in the in the meet and greet with um, allison chains and anthrax was in there talking with them slayer was about to go on stage and the lights went out and someone said, oh, yeah, of course, Slayer's about to go on stage. So, you know, the, you know, all the power is going crazy. Lights come back and Mike Starr comes up to me and says, hey, can you take a picture of me with Frank Bella or Frankie? Yeah, sure. So he hands me whatever camera he had and I take a picture of Mike Mike and Frankie. So that was that was my interaction that night with them. And it was pretty cool. So um, and, they, you know, they had signed some stuff for all of us at the store um, and I ended up coming home with a couple of posters from the facelift album that's signed by all four band members. And it's pretty cool because, you know, now that two of them are no longer with us, it's, it's a pretty cool, um, souvenir. So I, I would say so. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I was thinking about it on, on the way home from work today that I want to, I want to frame that and, and hang it up. And it's not something that should go too bad, but I, I do need to put some like UV tinted windows in my UV protecting tinted windows in my in my uh, office because i have two large windows that get direct sunlight in the morning and it goes from floor to ceiling you know as the sun rises so yeah or, at least get the uv coating on the uh the frames that you have yeah or actually goes from ceiling to floor as the sun rises <laughs> the, the light gotcha. but yes allison chains they've always been pretty cool i've i pretty much liked them from the beginning of their career. Um, I, I still kind of like them, but I'm not into them as much only because I haven't gotten into the whole, you know, William, it's William Duvall, right? Duvall. Yeah. I don't, I haven't gotten into his records. I listened to him, you know, these past week or so. Um, the stuff is good. It's very consistent. Alice in Chains style music. 
Um, but I would sit there and say that it's still not up to the level of the stuff that they played early on. And, you know, some of that is, is more mature kind of writing, if you want to look at it that way. And it's also the fact that, you know, Lane is, is a different kind of person, uh, songwriter and, and lyricist, as well as someone who brought different melodies to the table. You know, Jerry wrote, writes or wrote most of the music and probably a lot of the lyrics as well. But, it, you know, Lane had his style about things. It's very different. So, but I... Yeah, it's it's a different dynamic now. I mean, it's it's always been Jerry's band. But at the same time, Lane had such a presence and, and such talent behind him. And there's no fault to William Duvall whatsoever. He's he's excellent. Um, but even in this new incarnation, he, he isn't highlighted as much either. Jerry is really, I would say, the lead singer of the band. Um, now that's different in a live show where William Duvall has more of, of the, you know, ability to sing a lot of the stuff that Lane did. Um, but as far as new albums coming out, he's not highlighted as much. And so it is a different dynamic. And when you have somebody that's kind of as iconic as, as Lane was, uh, it, it is difficult to, to get into them in the same way but that being said i i've enjoyed all three albums so far yeah they're, they're not bad at all i mean I, like i said it's it's just for me it's not the same so it, it's kind of different i have to kind of wrap my head around the fact that the band is different mm-hmm. um you know it, it's not it's not the same band that recorded dirt you know and it's not the same band that recorded uh the sap EP and it's not the same band that recorded facelift because there's two people that are no longer there, but the band that recorded one song off of, uh, dirt jar of flies. And then the, the, the uh, self-titled, uh, album, that band, Mike Inez, uh, on bass, you know, Lane and, um, Jerry and, and Sean Kinney, that that's the band that I like. That's the band that I, I got used to and stuff like that. And it's just a different band that plays now. I mean, mm-hmm. It's the same core three guys, different singer. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's a different kind of vibe that I get. Um, but, you know, maybe if I saw him in concert and saw how everything jived together, it would probably change things. But not that I dislike him. It's just I'm not as into him as I used to be. But that's neither here nor there. I still like the music which is cool. That's why we're here celebrating it tonight with their 15 greatest hits that we're going to put together. So with that said, um, as a reminder to everyone how we do this, we're going to each pick 15 songs from Alice in Chains, songs that are duplicated. Hold the list. We mentioned that in the intro. And then we're going to debate through different rounds, um, picking the, the remaining songs. And th- the way we do that is the first round, we'll pick a song from each of our lists that we, that we want to keep. Then we'll pick a song from each of our lists that we want to get, uh, that we want to drop. Then we're going to go to the other person's list and pick a song that we want to keep. And then next round, the other person's list, we're going to take a song we drop and go forward from there until we finish filling our list. And then we make our ultimate greatest hits and then put them in concert set list order. And there's a whole nother debate there. So, do you want to start or I want to start? I believe I started the last greatest hits we did, so I think it is your turn to go. All right, then. I will accept that. Okay, so 
Um, real quick, my 15 Allison Train's greatest hits are, uh, and this is in chronological order, only just because it's easier that way. <laughs> uh, number one, We Die Young. Number two, Man in the Box. Number three, Sea of Sorrow. Number four, It Ain't Like That. Number five, Them Bones. Number six, Damn That River. Number seven, Down in a Hole. Number eight, Wood. Number nine, No Excuses. Number 10, Got Me Wrong. That's that's where it's a little out of chronological order. Number 11, Grind. Number 12, Heaven Beside You. Number 13, Again. Number 14, Get Born Again. And number 15, Check My Brain, which is the only song that I chose out of the new era of Allison Chains. Well, we have a fair amount of crossover. Um, we did not cross over on five songs, so we oh wow okay definitely had some crossover this time. Um, all right, so I'm going to go in the same order chronologically. Uh, my number one, We Die Young. Number two, Man in the Box. Number three, Sunshine. Uh, then number four, Them Bones. Number five, Damn That River. Number six, Down in a Hole. Seven, Sick Man. Number eight, Angry Chair. And number nine, Wood. Number 10, Nutshell. Number 11, No Excuses. Uh, Number uh, 12, Heaven Beside You. 13, Again. 14, Get Born Again. And number 15, Check My Brain. Oh, okay. So you only picked one song off of the, uh, the new era. Check My Brain is a really good song. Um, so it's, it's hard to deny it, but I mean, some, some of the stuff from dirt that I didn't pick, um, I easily could have put on there. I mean, I probably could have put close to the whole album if I really wanted to, but there's so many good songs throughout their, their early career. And I, I mean, I, I went with what I truly felt belonged on here. So, so correction only four. Because I, I missed that No Excuses was not one of the... Or with that, we did crossover. So there's only four songs that we did not. Wow, that's... um, It's not... I think that's the first. I think the least the least non-crossover we had at any point was like six, I think. It was six, yeah. You know, and so four... It's, I mean, it's going to make it easy. It's going to make it quick <laughs> um, <laughs> to fill four spots. I'll tell you that much. Um, but at the same time... You know, there's not a lot of songs to choose from. I mean, at four spots, there's only eight songs I think we have to, to pick yeah. from. So um, that is, that's interesting. But you know what? It, it goes to show you, there's, to, in this particular case for Alice in Chains, I think it goes to show you, one, we chose a lot of songs from, from they only had, you know, six LPs, three full-length LPs with the original band or, or the uh the, with Lane and on vocals because I say original band, but Mike Starr, and Mike Inez played bass on the, on the as I'm stumbling across these three albums. Basically, the first two albums were with the original band, and then um, the self-titled album Allison Chains was with Mike Inez. And Mike Inez um, also played on the EP Jar of Flies. So there was basically two albums and one EP with Mike Starr on it, and then one album and one EP with. Um, Mike Inez, actually two EPs because they they count the 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 promotional We Die Young, which came out before Facelift. Yeah, that was as an, EP an EP as well. It was an EP, but it wasn't released to the general public. It was actually released to to radio stations, 
and that's how the song uh, We Die Young became a hit. But it, it eventually made its way around. And then actually just a couple of summers ago, um, We Die Young, I don't know if it was, was re summers. It was, was re-released on Record Store Day, but I don't know if it was Record Store Day or, or Rec Black Friday Record Store Day. I can't remember. But it was one of those Record Store Days in the last year or so. Yeah. There have been so many. <laughs> with you know because of the pandemic they had three in one year because they were trying to break up the releases which that didn't make any sense to me whatsoever whatsoever but i think it had to do with the pressing of the vinyl more than the actual um day itself i believe that's correct because uh they were limited to how they ha they could work and it it slowed down production etc so that would make sense yeah okay so we have four spots Four. Yeah, four spots for eight songs. So let's go for it here. Um, so I went first on the thing. So I'm going to go, I get to go first on picking a song that I want to keep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're basically just going to pick one that we want to keep and one that we want to drop off. And that's going to be it this time. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, this is going to be tough. <laughs> I know which one I'm picking from the very beginning, so... Well, no, um, we have four spots, so... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I get to go first on this one, so my song that I want to keep is It Ain't Like That. Really? Okay. That is... I, I really, really, really like that song, and based on the songs that I have, I'd rather hear that than the other three. <laughs> okay. It, that, that song to me is so unique as to how Jerry plays guitar on that because he hits the strings that are after the uh, bridge on the guitar or uh, above the, 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 uh, the nut at the top of the neck. So either one i don't know if one of those two but i guess it's easier to hit the ones below the bridge that are closest to the bottom of the tuning you know where, where you where you tune your, your guitar not the, the tuning pegs but the one at the bottom where the strings come up at to get that really unique high-pitched chordish sound that he plays and then he goes into a, a deep chord that is one of the coolest things i've ever heard and i and just to, to kind of, I wish I could see him play it live. I haven't, I mean, I probably saw it, but I, I never really paid attention to it back then. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, this is a no, this is like no problem for me to pick. It's my favorite Allison Chain song. Um, hint, hint. <laughs> it's nutshell. So, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite songs, period. Not just not just Alice in Chain song, but one of my favorite songs of any song. So wow, that's a that's a that's mighty big words. Yes, for, us, for that song. So you can probably tell where this is going later, as you uh, you said hint hint. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, so you picked Nutshell. All right, so that now is, leaves us with uh, picking a song that we would want to drop off of our list. Hmm. I'm going to go ahead just because we have a bunch already. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and drop. Uh, hold on a second. Because <laughs> <laughs> what happens now is we have to, this has to be strategic because the next song is we get to pick is the, the last song we're picking from each other's list. So I get to yep. pick a song from your list to keep. And that basically ends that you know, ends when you the, pick mine, yep. that ends the discussion. So we have to be strategic in what we, what we drop. Um, hmm. That changes the game for me. In reality, it doesn't. I'm still going to pick the same song. I'm going to go ahead and drop Sea of Sorrow. Okay. I like that song. I've always liked it, but it's it's not up there high enough for me to put it on my list, obviously. So I respect that. And I, I actually like one song on your list quite a bit more, so we shall see what happens. Um, All right, so what are you dropping? I'm going to drop... Uh, sick man that was the last really? one that made it onto my list and uh therefore that would be my first one to drop so Gr- really great song but i like uh the others more all right so you have two songs uh sunshine and angry chair mm-hmm. and those are the songs that i get to choose from to pick to keep and um to me, there's there's no doubt in my mind which song I'm going to go ahead and pick. I'm going to pick Angry Chair as the song to keep. I, I think that's the better choice as well. So uh, one thing I, I really think is cool about Angry Chair is that is uh, Lane Staley's first song that he contributed to Alice in Chains as the, the entire, like the writer of the song. Um, and Jerry Cantrell really praised him on that and, you know, was so happy that he kind of stepped up more into that role, um, knowing he fully had the talent. And unfortunately, you know, things went down from there um, because of his drug addiction, et cetera. But um, still very cool, you know, contribution to the band and in its history. So, yeah, that's it. I I like the song. It's very unique, you know, and it's very, to me, as much as, as Jerry is the songwriter mm-hmm. and this, the, the whole um, dissonant sound that they have is is derived from Jerry, the, it, it, to me, it, it all centers around Lane Staley and his ability to be able to sing those songs that way. Yes. That, that really drives that sound. While William can do it, that's just not their focus. And so, so William and Jerry's voices sound good together. It doesn't have the same application and they don't do it as dissonant and discordant as Lane and Jerry used to do it. Yes. And I guess that's part of the difference of why I haven't been able to really get into them. But again, nothing wrong with the, what the songs that they have now. Anyway. I understand where you're coming from with that. The, I, completely um there's just not the same kind of chemistry and like the original band got together when they were were very young you know very hungry and Mm -hmm. it's it's a different thing now and they've been through a lot of tragedy too right 
they they right. they had to deal with the death of Lane. They had to deal with the death of Mike later. You know, things that they even if they had issues, they never wanted to happen, right? So it's a, it's a different band. You listen to Jerry talk now versus when he was a kid playing with you know the first incarnation of the band. He's he is a changed man. So, and who wouldn't be? Definitely so. So. All right. All right. So you got to pick. Got me wrong or grind? What do you got? Hmm. I mean, both are really good songs. Um, but I'm probably gonna have to go with "Got Me Wrong." Um, you know, those both EPs being acoustic, um, have s- some really good flavor to them. Um. You know, something different that adds to the the overall product here. I I just never really got into grind as a, as a song, but it's it's not a bad opener. Um, I just like you know heaven beside you, and again way more. That's why I picked those on my list. Um, but sap was one that I had to cut from my twenty. So um, yeah, let's go with that one. All right, that's that's good. I, I thought you were going to go the other way around on that one, personally. Um, not that there's anything wrong with either one of the two songs, like you said. You know, there's there's something about "Got Me Wrong" that I like. There's something. There's a lot about "Grind" I like. "Grind" is such a different song. You know, it, it's definitely one of those unique Alice in Chains songs. Yeah. "Got Me Wrong" is better on the uh, the unplugged than it is on oh, Sap. A hundred percent, in my opinion. A hundred percent, right? Yeah. And so, and they, and they play it with a little bit different enthusiasm on unplugged and i think that's what uh is really good about it on the unplugged version Uh, if you haven't seen unplugged uh it is incredible it really is what a show unplugged is the unplugged alice in chains let's not push the whole series because although i do like the whole well obviously i'm not talking about the whole series but right um but the the yes the alice in chains unplugged is by far one of the best unplugs up there. It's up there with the Nirvana one. It's up there with um, uh, who else had a really big, you know, the Eric Clapton one was huge. Um, although I'm not a big fan of Eric Clapton's. Um, I mean, I respect him. I, I like some of his songs, but I'm not a huge fan. Um, that one, that episode of Alice in Chains Unplugged was just amazing. Emotional. Um, the but the at the same time the the music was played so well that night it's just crazy how good it was. Okay, the fifteen songs that made our final list are as follows: number one, "We Die Young," number two, "Man in the Box," and number three, "It Ain't Like That," all off the Facelift album. Number four, "Got Me Wrong" from the Sap EP, and then number five, "Them Bones," number six, "Damn That River." Number seven, Down in a Hole. Number eight, Angry Chair. And number nine, Wood, all off of the Dirt album. Number 10, Nutshell. And number 11, No Excuses, both from Jar of Flies EP. Number 12, Heaven Beside You. Number 13, again, both of those songs come off the self-titled album, Alice in Chains. And number 14, Get Born Again, which is off the Nothing Safe Best of the Box, as well as the Music Bank box set. And then Check My Brain off of Black Gives Way to Blue, which is uh, with William Duvall on vocals. And uh, something else about that, um, 
about that album in the, in the last three albums. They're so. Um, what was I gonna say about check check not not check my brain so much is what was it looking in view when I first heard looking in view because I think if I'm not mistaken, looking in view is the first song they released when uh, when that album came out. That is such an odd song, but there's something hypnotizing about it that I thought it was pretty cool. But it was one of those songs like I played it for my wife one day and she's like, that's disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) And there's something about it that's different because obviously it's dissonant. It's not normal. But at the same time, it's so unique and it's, I think it's a really good song, but it's so out there. Um, but I, I didn't pick it because I thought Check My Brain was one badass song. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's our 15 songs. So now we have to put them in concert set list order. Let's rock this. Let's go. All right. So for those of you who uh, are listening for the first time on the Greatest Hits episode, now that we're up to the concert set list order part, we're going to pick the first 12 songs of a concert and put them in particular order like you would want to hear it when you go to a concert. And the last three songs, the songs number 13, 14, and 15, would be what you would experience as an encore. Um, So, you know, we're going to have an opener, we're going to have a set closer, which is the main set, and then you also have the the encore opener, the encore middle, and the encore closer. So that's what we're going to pick now. And, um, okay, so I get to go first on this one? That's fine. Uh, Let's see. there's two songs here that I would consider openers and both of them open their albums Um, but I think I'm going to go with the original the first song We Die Young Um, I'm good with that I I was kind of thinking the same thing so I mean, obviously, um, them bones would be another good choice, but I honestly think that we die young is a little better for the opening of a concert. So, all right. Um, so number two, let's see. I want to keep the pace going, but we don't want to use up all of our, you know, uh, fast songs. Um, you know what? I'm going to go. Out on the limb this with this one. I'm going to do Check My Brain as number two. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. I don't have a problem with that one. All right. So Check My Brain is number two. Hmm. All right. So the question I wanted to ask you about this. We have uh, three songs here that were performed originally acoustically Mm -hmm. do we want to do this in a way in the middle of the set somewhere around songs six seven and eight or five six seven where we we put those three songs together as an acoustic set probably i would think i would think that's that's kind of how they handle it in the live shows um right so it's it's probably a good way to handle it Okay, so that being said, how about we go into Damn That River? Yeah. I'm good with that. Let's see. Let me think about this. 
then let's go with it ain't like that okay i can see that i can see that all right so do you want to do the acoustic set here at five six seven you want to do it that early um all right we'll do it um, let's do six seven eight you want to do six seven eight yeah. okay all right so it ain't like that I'm trying to think how the song ends and what I want to get into from that point. Um, how about Get Born Again? That's honestly exactly what I was thinking. All right. Um, so we're going to do our acoustic set here. Um and I think I think you got to start with "Got Me Wrong" with that grouping. Um, let's see here. I'm I'm honestly open to starting it with with one or the other of of two of the songs, but it has to end with a specific one. All right. So, in your eyes, it needs to end with "Nutshell." Absolutely. Okay. Because Nutshell, when they do it live, is a tribute to uh, Lane and Mike. So, um, in that regard, I feel like it has to be the, the closer of that little section. So, so if you want to go with No Excuses instead of Got Me Wrong, I'm fine with that. No, Got Me Wrong. With, with No Excuses following it up, that's perfect. Okay. So, we got no, uh, Got Me Wrong, No Excuses, and then Nutshell. Right. Well, that leaves it to you to pick number nine. I think we may we may need to push something. Okay. Because we forgot Heaven Beside You is predominantly acoustic. So what do you think about putting Heaven Beside You after No Excuses and then Nutshell pushing it down? Okay. And having the f- those four songs as acoustic. I'm good with that. I think that works. Okay. So we got Got Me Wrong, No Excuses, Heaven Beside You, and then Nutshell. Right. Okay. Yeah, because Heaven Beside that's, that's an acoustic song, straight up. It, yeah, it is. Or even whatever electric they have in it, it would, it's still going to come across better as acoustic. Yes. Okay. And I like the fact that No Excuses goes ahead of it because kind of No Excuses upbeats it and then... You know, Heaven Besides You was a pretty big hit when it came out. And then, you know, you go into Nutshell as the dedication. I, I like that. I like that flow for those four songs. All right. So that works. Um, so now it's up to you with number 10. Okay. Um, so coming off of that, I think we go Man in the Box. Because that jumps right into kind of picking up the pace again. I don't think there's a better song to do that with. And there's other songs that I'd rather see in the encore. Okay. Um, let's see here. We have three songs left before the end of the set. Or, uh, we're in 10, 11, and 12. 12 being the end of the main set. Yes, yeah, so we only have two left. Right, two after this. If if I don't veto Man in a Box. <laughs> um, okay, um, Man in a Box is fine. So then, number 11, 
How about angry cheer? Okay. Um. So, do we want to end it off with again? That's what I was thinking based on the songs that are left. Yeah. So that leaves them bones down in a hole and wood. And right. We just have to determine the order. Right, and I kind of have an idea of that order already. Okay. So uh, what's the what's the opener of the, of the I, closer? <laughs> I say the opener of the closer is uh, them bones. It makes sense. That's that's perfect way to start it. Um, and I think you got to go with down in a hole next because you can't leave leave it on a, a absolutely s- sad note. So absolutely. And that leaves the the final song to be wood. And it's just so appropriate. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. I like it a lot. I, I was um, feeling a little bit of anxiety about the, the order that we were going in as we went, but I'm actually pretty happy with the, <laughs> the way it ended. Yeah. Um, that, you know, they, they, they've got such a, a way about them and the songs and the way they write them. It, it, it's, you have to figure out the right flow. And I think we figured out a pretty good flow. Uh, on this because it's definitely a, a unique list and I'm pretty sure there's going to be lots of people out there that look at this list and say what the hell were you thinking but at the same time <laughs> I think there's going to be a bunch of people that agree go, you know what that does kind of work that way flow to flow you know yes. so I, I think uh, I think this one works pretty good alright so go ahead and read it off alright our concert starts with We Die Young followed by Check My Brain, then Damn That River, It Ain't Like That, track five is Get Born Again, Got Me Wrong, No Excuses, Heaven Beside You, Nutshell, Man in the Box, An Angry Chair, and we end our main set with Again, then our encore starts with Them Bones, Down in a Hole, and we end things off with wood. I like that. I like that. You know, I think it's a great list. There's, there's a couple of songs that I really. It, it's kind of weird that I kind of wish were on here, but we ended up. You know, one we got rid of, and another one didn't make the list at all. What What are your thoughts on that song, Sludge Factory? I mean, I like the song. I, I I like all the songs, even the ones we kicked off. But <laughs> yeah. when we do this, you know, you got to pick which ones you like. And we stick to the 15 format because, one, it fits on a disc. And, two, um, you know, it you can't exhaust the band, you know, by playing 30, 40 <laughs> songs. So. Right, exactly. Well, it's funny because Sludge Factory, um, it, it really came to my um, forefront with the songs when I heard it on unplugged. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the way it was played on unplugged um, because just the strumming was kind of like very, uh, you hear it very clearly them hitting the strings with their picks. And it, if there was something about it that was really unique sounding to me, and when I listened to it on the CD, I'm like, man, this is a pretty heavy song in terms of chord structure. And it's just really, um, uh, written on a low chord and all that in a low key. And, uh, but then there's just certain things about it, like, you know, about, uh, was it say something about, you know, you, uh, 
you insult me in my home, it's, you know, and something about you know being milk carton size. It's just somebody think the 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 things that he says on that is so so cool that I like that song. But it was one of those songs I kind of had to get rid of and didn't make my original fifteen. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, when I really think about it, I even if even if I pick more songs off of one album than another, I just have to be honest about what I what I really like and. Um, as many songs as that didn't make the list that I do like, again, these were the 15 that I felt more strongly about the others. Yeah. And like that, bleed, that the, bleed the freak didn't even make our list. Right. And, <laughs> and I, I had that on my list of 20, but I just, I don't know. It was one that I just went to and said, I got to drop this one. Unfortunately. I mean, so. you know, there's going to be someone out there saying, how could you not put the rooster on there? I know, <laughs> but, but rooster has never been one of my favorite songs by them. I like it. I like the, the subject matter. Um, you know, it, it is a great song, but for me, it never clicked as like one of my top songs from the band. So. Right. And, you know, and again, like we, we left off grind, you, you had your, say about it didn't necessarily like it but i was i'm i was i like the song but i left off sludge factory because I, I you know it was between it was sludge factory or grind and i ended up choosing grind you know but i think you know brother that was off of the sap ep is also a good song mm-hmm. i stay awake so there was a lot of good songs we ended up having to drop but i mean you didn't have nutshell on your list and i i i'm kind of surprised by that a lot of people cite nutshell as as a favorite song so it's funny because um the first song on the album which is um the first song is rotten apple rotten apple there we go i kept thinking apple tree i'm like no it's not apple (laughs) the first song on on jar of flies rotten apple i love that bass intro oh my god it's super it's super cool i don't even know if it's a bass intro if it's just a uh played on a on a really a tuned down guitar but that whole no it's it's on a bass i mean he he played bass on the album yeah i mean i i know he did it's just that 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 one is i guess it's a higher uh he's playing probably on a higher string it's just such a cool way to intro that 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 ep you know but i like i stay away no excuses rotten apple nuts i mean fuck i like the whole damn ep really yeah you know um and then when i got it i i think you and i were talking about earlier today i have the one um on the cd that comes with the fake flies in the spine it's super cool and a lot of people got freaked out at first like oh my god it has flies in it no it's they're fake they're plastic <laughs> but you know i'm pretty sure there's someone out there that really has real flies in there <laughs> <laughs> they they got the the one without it and they added flies to right it to they, seem they put cool. real flies in there <laughs> <laughs> all right well we're talking about all these extra songs that we didn't put on here so we do have one more opportunity to to announce the songs that we like by putting our big four Alice in Chain songs out there for you. And um, so since I went first on everything today, why don't you go ahead and go first on the big four Alice in Chain songs? All right. Um, my number four is Down in a Hole off of Dirt. Um, that's a song that really grew on me as the years went by. I don't think I even really liked it all that much when I first heard it, but I was also pretty young and the subject matter sometimes didn't you know, resonate with me. But as I've gotten older, 
um, you know, it becomes more meaningful, more impactful. And uh, I just think it's a really great song. I love the way that Jerry and uh, Lane's voices worked off of each other in that, that song. And especially the version that's on MT- MTV Unplugged is just magic. So um, definitely up there in my top four. Uh, my number three is We Die Young. That I think that if I really truly remember back, um, at least it's the one I remember the most, um, this was one of the first, if not the first song that I ever heard from Alice in Chains. And um, it's just awesome. It's a great opener to the album. And um, it just, you know, kind of shows that early kind of metal style that they had right at the beginning that it just it's awesome um my number two is them bones uh this just a killer killer opening to an album um one of the best albums of all time honestly Uh, just from beginning to end killer i mean we had the most choices off of dirt for our greatest hits and it shows why i mean it's just it's just an amazing album and that's that's the way to start your your you know iconic album um and then my number one is nutshell like i mentioned earlier i gave a little spoiler on that one um but this is a song that really you know resonates with me means a lot to me um i think we've all had those those you know dark thoughts and gone through tough times in life and you know have those those thoughts about you know how you want to live your life and and your control over it etc um and not to get too serious but yeah it's just one of those songs that really just hits me right in the heart and um lane's vocals on this track are just so good you know it it it, it's almost like an acapella song to some degree obviously not because there's there is guitar work playing behind it but it, it is a, a repetitive riff that's going on behind it and the focus is clearly on his emotion his vocals and just everything that's pouring out of him into this song and uh it's hard for me not to just pick it as my number one uh like i said it's one of my favorite songs period so, Alice in Chains, and and I, I uh, listening to you talk about how much this song means to you. There's there's a few songs, and you mentioned it with Down in a Hole. Um, there's a, they they have this way with the lyrics that they write of affecting the listener in a good way for the most part, um, but. It, it really, really hits deep a lot of these songs. And it's it's amazing, you know, to me how those those lyrics get interpreted and how they, they really, really just go deep inside your heart and, 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 and in your mind and, and affect you emotionally that way. Um, Dave did that to me with my favorite song, so we'll talk about that in a second. So... Um, I'm going to, I, I love your list. You're, you know, you can't go wrong with any of these songs because it's just that their, their catalog of good songs are so outstanding and it's such a diverse list of songs and such a diverse, uh, discography that they have. It's just amazing. This is an amazing career for this band and I'm glad that you're still going. So 
Um, number four for me is no excuses. Um, I really, really enjoy that uh, Jar of Flies EP. Um, and, it's, and it's weird, you know, Nutshell, I don't, uh, even though the, the lyrics that, that, you know, affect you deeply, it's a different song that affects me deeply. And Nutshell, I guess I've never really sat down I'm, i've i've said the words a million times but it, it never got that deep into me so nutshell doesn't affect me the same way it affects you but i like i like no excuses i like st- i stay away a lot so but no excuses is my number four song number three for me i mentioned it earlier it ain't like that is one of my favorite songs so that's my number three allison chain song um it's just this is just a unique vibe about that song that I really, really dig. Uh, number two, Down in a Hole, the unplugged version, as you mentioned earlier. Such an incredible version. Down in a Hole, for me, is what Nutshell is for you, as far as how deep it, it, it touched you and affected you. When Lane passed away in 2002... And I found when I found out about it, I listened to this version of the song for a week straight. Lane's death was oddly, it, it oddly affected me. Like I just couldn't believe it. And then to to hear the 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 circumstances with which he passed away, and that he was literally dead, possibly for up to two weeks before they found him, is just so sad and listening to down in a hole and, and and listening to the lyrics that Jerry wrote for that song for for Lane to sing it's it's incredible because it was so prophetic it's just nuts you know and, and to hear Jerry really basically saying you're dying right in front of me you're you're one of my best friends, and you're dying right in front of me. And there's nothing I could do to stop you. It, it's sad. It's fucking sad, and that's just crazy to think about. You know that that that's what happened. So that's what affected me um, for a week. I kid you not. For a week, I was listening to this song straight as much as I could, driving in my car, back and forth to work, all that stuff. But let's bring the tone back up. Um, my number one song is just. The first time I heard it, I'm a bass player myself to some degree, <laughs> and I really dig the bass line on this. Uh, Wood from uh, the Dirt album. It was also on the single soundtrack. That's a really, really cool song, and that's my favorite Allison Chain song. That's a good list as well. I, I like your list. I, Wood used to be one of my favorite songs by them, um, but I think over time, others overtook it. And uh, I think that was one of the songs that really helped me get into Alice in Chains. Um, but, you know, it's, like I said, some of the others kind of hit me a little harder. And there's there's so much there in their catalog that is is very diverse. And I think pretty much anybody can find something to like in Alice in Chains catalog. No, absolutely. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of listeners that are going to be listening tonight and say, hey, wait a second, that's not metal. And we've talked about this before. Neither was Black Sabbath, neither was Kiss, 
but they have their moments and they have their elements that create and, and are, are part of metal and the, and the core of metal. If you talk to Jerry Cantrell, he will tell you that Allison Chains at its core is a metal band. Okay. Um, they may not apply themselves the same way and it might not come out the same way, but bottom line is, is that they think they're a metal band. They have metal elements. This is a show about hard rock and heavy metal. And so they, they definitely fit the mold. We're going to do some shows in the future that are going to include, um, the whole grunge scene in the Seattle scene that happened, and we're going to talk about that in, in a multi-part episode, hopefully coming real soon. Um, but, you know, for those of you who are, who are griping out there about the fact that it might not be metal, it is. Alter Bridge is metal. I don't care what people say, you know. So it, there's a lot of different things out there that, that people will say or not say is metal. And who cares? Let's all enjoy the music because it is there for us to enjoy. Right, Chris? Absolutely. Um, I, I wish I could remember the exact quote, um, but one of my favorite metal guys out there, Chuck Schuldiner, uh, basically said, you know, it, it doesn't matter what genre it is. It's all metal and enjoy what you enjoy. You know, it, it, it's less about like trying to compartmentalize everything and more about we all have something we can love and support together. So I've, I've always felt that way about metal. When I go to the shows, um, I feel more camaraderie there than a lot of places that I go. So, I mean, especially with the metal drunk is guy it in front of us. us. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. All right. With all that said, that's our big four Alice in Chains songs. And that concludes tonight's episode of Debating Metal. Remember to click the like or subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform and get Debating Metal delivered right to your notification window just about every week. And don't forget to leave us a comment on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or send us an email to debatingmetal at gmail.com. YouTube viewers, click subscribe and ring the bell to be notified when we post a new episode. So remember to tune in next week as we spark up another exciting metal debate. On behalf of Kenneth and myself, stay safe and always turn it up to 11. See ya. <laughs>